Hello, welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Steve, and the other one is my brother, Matt. I am the other one, yes. Hello, welcome to the show. Yeah, um, we're on Twitter, at Jays from Home, um, as well as Mastodon, at Jays from Home. Um, threads. Th- threads, well, no, we're not, not officially, threads. I guess. Individually on threads, but yeah, whatever. Twitter's still alive, so there you go. Um, right, so we took a, a, a break from uh, an all-star break, I guess, because l- last week there was only, uh, or going into that Sunday, there was only three games, actually probably two games, really, that we could have covered. Uh, yeah, because we normally don't get that, that extra Sunday game in. They, but they, they, they swept the Diamondbacks, so that was good. I don't have that on my results, but uh, that was a nice nice uh, series to watch for sure. Um, and, yeah, they carried that into um, – well, they tried to carry that into the week a little bit. Um, they, they faced the Padres uh, earlier this week. And they haven't faced the Padres in, since, I think, 2019 was uh, the last time they, they faced the Padres. And I thought, you know, I'm looking at the the results here, and I thought they did better, but I guess they didn't because they lost two out of three against the Padres. Uh, yeah, they they have two series losses this week. I, I may be getting a little bit ahead, but uh, uh, it has not been a great week. Yeah, so the, the week started with Alec Manoa making his return home. Uh, and the Jays lost to the Padres nine to one, and and, and uh, Juan Soto hit a two-run home run in the first um, after what could have should have been called a strike three. I think I think um, Manoa, I'm sorry, Soto uh, gets the benefit of the doubt when it comes to balls and strikes. If he if he takes it, it's it's a ball because of his reputation. But that really what should have been a strike three call. And then a couple pitches later, he hit a looked like a fastball actually uh, outside of the zone, a little high for a home run and uh and actually the uh the Manoa his his pitch count was quite high uh he and he the first four Padres batters that he faced worked a full count against him and uh, he ended up throwing 41 pitches in the first inning uh that's not so good um no, like no. I guess on its own though he only gave up four runs uh so the Blue Jays well, it's not could the have runs... helped him out a little bit yeah 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 it's not the runs that he gave up it's just how it, how it looked with him doing that like his he wasn't he didn't look as sharp against a really like granted Padres are a really good hitting team at the top of the order there but he just didn't look as sharp he didn't look dejected like he did against the Houston Astros but he just didn't look like the 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 Manoa that we we um want to see I'm not saying that we expect to see but that we want to see um and so but the the strike the strike zone was 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 pretty a pretty wide strike zone, and and you could see the, the 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 Jays complaining about it, and and Pete Walker he he ended up getting himself ejected in the second inning, um, and I think that you know it was it was partly to com- well partly to complain about the strike zone, but it's also kind of to take the focus off of Alec Manoa's kind of rough start, but uh, yeah. Um, and here's an interesting point that Andrew Stoughton wrote in his newsletter about this game. He says, it was the second time in Manoa's entire career that he failed to register a single strikeout. And the other one was a game against the Astros when he went, was sent down to the single A. So so that's that's not great for Manoa. No, not not so great. Um, so Wednesday they lost again, although you're, you're missing part of the score. But I guess the important thing was that uh, the Jays had zero runs. That's really all yeah. that matters. They I might as well have no- one nothing, right? Was, was it one nothing or two nothing? I don't know. Uh, I I missed most of these games, um, but uh, not uh, not great. Um, Thursday though, uh, this was an afternoon game, I think. Um, yeah, it was a one p.m. start because they had to get away to uh, Seattle after that. Yeah, so I, I listened to some of this game, so that was good. I just had uh, a few work meetings because uh, I listen while I'm working, but uh, it was a a great win, four to nothing for the Blue Jays. Uh, good yep. that they got some some runs going again. Um, I I think so. It looks like uh, um, Vlad and Kirk both hit home runs. So that's I, and I think um, Kirk's been hitting fairly well this week, at least. 
He's been doing pretty well. Uh, he was three for three with two RBIs against uh, the Padres. Um, there were a couple of times early in the game I, uh, where, like, the Jays defenders kind of almost bumped into each other, some close calls. But, uh, yeah, it was a good good uh, result, good uh, outing by Bassett. He threw six innings, uh, only four hits, one walk, uh, five strikeouts. So he, he pitched well, and we'll talk a little bit about him later. But, uh, yeah, a nice, a nice win. Like, And I, I, the thing about the Padres is, like, they are they're supposed to be a good team right now they're out of the playoffs they're under 500 but you know are we are the jays just getting the 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 beginning of their hot streak are they are they are, is this the beginning of the surge for the uh, for the padres uh because they should be uh performing better than they are right now and and they are a, a hard team to face there's you know like the there's there's tatis jr there's juan soto there's bogarts there's manny machado that's 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 a that's a hard lineup to face and then there's you know, like it's, it's 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 it is a bit top heavy, but uh, when when these guys are on, it's 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 a tough 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 uh, for pitchers to 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 face off against. Well, I guess that's what uh, the Blue Jays are supposed to be. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to be. But but you know, they're also they're also a more consistently winning team than the Padres are right now. Um, well, maybe not this week. Um, so so mm-hmm. they moved into uh, they they uh, went to Seattle for Friday mm-hmm. uh, for a three game series. Mathematically, can't be worse than last year's Seattle series. I think what they played four games, right, and they went zero and four. Was that was that when uh, when uh, Charlie Montoyo got fired? Yeah, I think uh, that was. Well, they they like they won a, a couple games before he got fired. I think. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, it was not not a great result last year. Not a result, great result this year. Um, Kikuchi pitched well on Friday, though, but it wasn't wasn't good enough. Uh, they lost three to two against the Mariners, uh, and Teoscar Hernandez hit a walk off hit for Seattle to to, mm. to win that one on, on on the first night of the series. Yeah, uh, good for Teoscar, I guess. It was, uh, I think he he in general and the rest of the Blue Jays that played with him had a good. Uh, Good reunion with him, I guess. Um, yeah, they were having. He was having fun talking with Springer and Vladdy and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, last night was not a great game. I, I didn't. I only watched like the first. I don't know. Let's say five innings or something like that. Um, but well, they well, lost it nine wasn't eight. What we, it wasn't what we expected, especially with Gossman pitching. Um, early, it was. A, it was a back and forth game. It, was, it wasn't. A great game as far well, as the results, but it was, it was really, really back and forth because uh, there was an inning where the Blue Jays gave up three home runs, and then uh, the next inning, Seattle gave up three home runs. Yeah, and funnily, uh, interestingly as well, uh, both innings, they were back-to-back home runs and on back-to-back consecutive pitches for both teams. And then both teams added in a, a third home run that it, in, the, in the same inning as well. Yeah, uh, and, and Toronto's inning was like, uh, a reverse of Seattle's inning because Seattle had t- back-to-back home runs and then a solo home run later, whereas mm-hmm. Toronto had a solo home run and then later on had back-to-back home runs. So it's there you go. Yeah, weird, very weird. Uh, and Springer, and it, Springer had a good catch. He he robbed Teoscar Hernandez of a home run in the second inning. Right, um, and uh, I think also the on the negative side, uh, Cal Raleigh. Uh, was I think they said he's hit like seven home runs in his career against the Blue Jays in the regular season. Isn't this his only? It wasn't last year's rookie year. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, no, but he yeah he hit two home runs against them today, and he also hit in the. Uh, uh, they they won two out of three in the at the home series that they faced uh, Seattle against, and but Cal Raleigh hit two home runs in the game that Seattle won in that uh, series as well, I believe. Yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens uh, today. Um, hopefully, this they will be win interesting. A game. Uh, Alec Manoa is starting again today, so it will definitely be very interesting to see how things turn out. Because um, it looks like Seattle's sort of heating up a little bit, but it is, a, on the other hand, it is a good pitcher stadium to, to throw in. But Manoa didn't look sharp uh, on 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 Tuesday, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's cover our weekly outcomes. Why don't you get started with uh, wherever you want, whatever direction. Well, yeah. Well, I'll keep it going with Alec Manoa. He's my strikeout for uh, this week because his start against San Diego just wasn't what what the Jays needed him to 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 do. Um, so that yeah, it just it wasn't it wasn't a pretty thing to see, and I'm not really looking forward to uh, what we're going to see today from Alec Manoa. I'm I'm, I'm just not. I was a little I was iffy after the Detroit start, just because it's Detroit. 
Um, I'm 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 less so iffy about whether he's going to be doing well. Like I I think that I think that he just needs to to not let in any runs and do do the best that he can and then and then work on work on whatever he needs to work on in the off season. Cause so I think, so you're saying he needs to be a good starting pitcher is what he needs to do. He needs to be well, he needs to be a good starting pitcher, but the Jays need him to be just a competent starting pitcher, and he's not there yet. Um, yeah. So, 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 yeah. That he's my strikeout for the week. I'm a little like I'm gonna be if I watch today's game, it's gonna be like through like my fingers watching because I'm not. No, I'm really not not confident in what we're gonna see today. Uh, okay. Well, my strikeout is uh, that the the Blue Jays don't seem to be taking advantage over the uh, the struggling AL East. Although I guess Baltimore is the only team not really struggling, um, but like. So I saw I see it from the results the Blue Jays are six and a half games back of Baltimore, strangely in first place because uh, they <laughs> they they've been playing Tampa Bay this weekend I think. Yep, they've had a yeah. series against Tampa Bay, a four so, game series. So um, you know I saw a graphic on the TV broadcast yesterday saying like July first Toronto was like I don't know ten or something games back and now they're. And yesterday they were five and a half, and now today six and a half. Um, just you know, losing two series in a row this week, I, I feel like they should have at least gone five hundred. Uh, so that's not going to happen, obviously. But uh, they 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 should be winning some more games. So that would be the ideal thing. But uh, they've they're not they're not taking advantage of the other teams around them dropping down, like especially Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, winning winning would be ideal, definitely. Um, yeah, this is this has been the week for them to 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 gain some ground for sure. Because uh, the Yankees, they look to be floundering a little bit. It was just announced that Josh Donaldson is probably out for the season. Um, they lost their catcher Trevino. Uh, I think he's out for the season, or at least a significant chunk of, chunk of time. Um, you know, Carlos. Rodon, what's his name? Their pitcher, uh, he 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 had a rough start. Like things aren't going well for the Yankees. Red Sox, they they're just not consistently playing. They 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 can play, they can put together a good stretch, but they're just not a consistent team at all. Um, so this again, like it's like last year with the Yankees when they had that that when they started falling. Like the Jays need to take advantage, and they didn't quite do that. Um, so yeah, you're right. They need to take advantage over over the uh, the the teams that are struggling in the least. They should. They need to to, to at least leapfrog the the rays i was gonna say that i think the the rays if they get in front of tampa bay that would be uh good enough for me right now well they'd have to be go have a pretty hot end to the month to to kind of leapfrog the rays by the end of the month but that would be a nice thing to see (laughs) um yeah so um yeah i was gonna say like it's it's gonna be tough this week i guess because i think toronto usually doesn't do so well with the western road uh road trip games uh i don't know well, for some just... reason the ottawa senators also have trouble with western road trip games and so i don't know why those two teams never seem to put it together in, in the well there's a, there's a lot of strength in the west in both the nhl and, and mlb so um my my no decision is the jays offense this week um they had a really kind of rough start against the padres but you know they they but they they seem to be starting to put things together and scoring some runs. But even when they do score a whole bunch of runs and hit some home runs and, and are successful, they still like last night came up short by one run, nine to eight. So it's it's just a little frustrating because it seems like like the 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 offense is starting to kind of get more consistent, but it's just hasn't been. Just, they're just kind of just a little bit short each time. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's probably the the pitching side of it that uh that's giving them issues like you know it's the same thing that that happens uh pretty much every year they just can't seem to get everything rolling together at the same time they Mm -hmm, did mm -hmm. before like right after the all-star break with against arizona but i don't know i guess uh i guess they haven't quite figured that out yet and you know it's a road series in Seattle, and like I said, San Diego's a tough team. But yeah, they, they need to figure it out. They need to. They're, they're supposed to be playing better against the non AL East teams. Um, hopefully, they can start playing better against all teams. Yeah, uh, and you mentioned a, a road series in Seattle. That's my no decision. Is that uh, is the the Toronto Seattle series takeover uh, where you know all the Blue Jays fans descend into Seattle. 
uh, especially, I, I don't know why it's it's specifically Seattle. Like Detroit seems like a a good place for for a lot of Blue Jays fans, but it seems to be Seattle is the uh, is the the biggest uh, Toronto takeover. Um, but it's uh, no decision because it, like while I think it's kind of cool that uh, the Toronto fans do that, like I, I feel like it's sort of similar to when. Uh, I compare them to the Ottawa Senators again when uh, I think Ottawa Senators fans probably sell their season tickets to the Maple Leafs and Canadians fans. I think that's probably what's going on uh, with Seattle, like a lot of season ticket holders making uh, a lot of money off of uh, Toronto fans. But on the other hand, I think uh, maybe that gives the the players, the Mariners, uh, in, a little more push to show them up. Uh, and obviously it's seemed to be working yesterday a, a little bit uh and and even on uh on Friday I guess um hopefully that's not the case today but we'll see and yeah and, and there was a big uh well uh, not a big piece but a, a a little piece of news that came out uh earlier in the week when the when the uh Mariners team shop was was selling some Jays gear and and some Mariners players saw that and tweeted about it and that that made them angry. Maybe it gave them a little bit extra incentive to to to, to do yeah. well. I don't know. I, I think that's smart by the Mariners front office because that would, yeah they they could sell the Blue Jays gear and and jack up the prices too. That's what they do in stadiums. Yeah. All right. Well, my home run is uh, Chris Bassett. Um, it was announced earlier this week that him he and his wife Jessica are donating ten thousand dollars for every win that Chris pitches in this season to Jay's Care Foundation retroactive to opening day. Yeah. Um. So that's great news. Um. So far, uh, he has uh, already committed one hundred and twenty thousand to Jay's Care. Um. And it's I guess the support will go to the Jay's Care RBI Summer Edition, a free program designed to enhance the mental and physical health of young people in under-resourced communities across Toronto. This year, more than a thousand kids are participating so so more reason even more reason to root for chris bassett he and and for him to pitch well uh because he helps the children <laughs> yeah he gets a win so and and uh yeah and, and i think overall he's uh he's committed a lot of money to uh jay's care i think when that came out they said he was he'd already um donated 120 or he's to date one hundred and twenty thousand dollars uh, to Jay's yep. care, so um, that's that's really good. Um, yeah, so hopefully, and I think what his last start they won, right? That was the yes, they did. Yeah, so yeah, and so good. so that he he should be donating lots more money in, in, this season, hopefully, assuming everything goes well. And yeah, it's it's always fun to see him pitch, and 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 more reason. Yeah, like I said, more reason to root for, for Chris Bassett. Yeah, uh, my home run. Um, it seems kind of weird, maybe considering it was a. It was a loss in yesterday's game, but I, I'd say yesterday's game was my home run because uh, I was only I, I was able to watch uh, the the first half. I'd say so I, I missed the uh, five run inning from Seattle, although I read about it. Um, but uh, it was even though so three home runs against the Blue Jays was not fun to watch. But then the next inning immediately after the Blue Jays, uh, you know. They they hit their three home runs and then in another inning, uh, Kirk had a really big hit and it was it was just a nice uh, yeah like we said before it was a back and forth game it just it was really fun to watch just unfortunate that uh, that Seattle had a five run inning but uh, it was it looked like the it looked like it was a good game to watch uh, so that's that's why it's my home run. Yeah, yeah. Kristen and I had uh, we we were sitting out on the front porch with the with the uh, with the iPad uh, watching it uh, in the evening because uh, I, I PVR'd it, and so it was a it was a yeah a fun game to watch for sure. Okay, uh, so we have a, a weekly poll that uh, it was from a couple. No, it was from last Monday. I, I'm I'm getting all of my dates mixed up, but uh, I I remember seeing this poll, and I think I answered it, but I don't remember. Well, it was from was. Wednesday. It was from I posted on a Wednesday, but the, the weekly poll or the weekly-ish poll is um, who will pitch more innings for the Blue Jays in the second half of the season. And I just gave two simple choices: uh, Alec Manoa or Hyunjin Ryu. And what was your what, what what was your answer for that one? Well, like I said, I don't remember what I actually answered, and, but uh, I think I'd say Ryu because I think he's he's probably a little closer. Uh, on his road of recovery to being a little more steady 
than Manoa has been. Um, I, I I hope that Manoa pitches better, but I, I had the feeling that Ryu is going to get some starts, um, and and he's going to... They're probably both of them that have a short leash, but I think uh, Ryu probably... He'll be a little more steady and maybe not pulled as, as quickly as Manoa might be. Yeah, no, I get the feeling that, that Manoa is... Yeah, the, the leash, leash is short, so... Um, you know, maybe they'll they'll piggyback the two together in a start, or maybe they'll skip starts from Noah and, and just put him in where they think he can succeed a little bit better. But yeah, and, and Ryu, his stuff doesn't rely on on being um, like he doesn't rely he relies on finesse and not power as far as his 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 pitches go. And Manoa needs to needs to, he needs some finesse too, but he's just not getting it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think because the leash is short, we're gonna see. Uh, Ryu potentially pitch more more uh, innings. Okay, um, going with uh, sticking with pitching news, uh, the, the Blue Jays made a trade. Well, yeah, sort of a trade slash waiver wire pickup. Um, they acquired Genesis Cabrera from the Cardinals in exchange for minor league catcher Sammy Hernandez. Um, and to make room on the forty man roster, the Jays said that they uh, that Trent. Thornton has been uh, DFA'd, um, and so so this is an interesting trade because uh, the Cardinals, I guess, are sort of like yeah they 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 basically designated Cabrera for assignment as well, assuming that they're going to trade him. Uh, but I like it because it gives the Jays another left-handed option in the bullpen. I don't like just one lefty in the bullpen because you know like you might need later in a game the situation to come up. Meza has been has been pitching really well for the Jays as as their lefty, but it's good to have more versatility in there. And Cabrera was having a rough season for the for the Cardinals this year, but I think every Cardinal was having a rough season. <laughs> um so so it's kind of he's 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 almost he he's he's got some upside. He he was a hard throwing guy before he was he had he was like a highly rated guy before this year um so 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 you know he could turn things around with the jays hopefully and yeah just having extra uh one more lefty arm in the bullpen is definitely a good thing yeah um because i think previously uh i think the the tv broadcast crew are probably trying to to make it sound really good that the blue jays only have one left-handed pitcher like they keep saying oh well they have a lot of right-handers that are good against lefties, but yes, probably yeah. having only one left-handed pitcher is not uh, the ideal situation. Yeah, and they're not the only team with one lefty in the bullpen, but you see a lot of teams with with lots of lefties in there, and and it's good to ha- the more options you have, uh, that way that way you know like Mesa can really concentrate on whatever chunk of lefties he needs to face uh, high leverage in the in, in the order, and then if something comes up later, they can they can put J- uh, Cabrera in there if they need to. It's for sure. Okay, what else have we got for Jay's notes here? Well, there was kind of an under-the-wire pickup. I think it was yesterday or Friday. I forget which day. But they picked up a right-handed pitcher, and his name is Gabe Klobositz, uh, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He signed a minor league deal with the Jays. Um, he was in uh, Gastonia in the Atlantic League, but they're going to send him to AAA Buffalo. And I guess, he, uh, according to Mark Feinsand on Twitter, he's been throwing 98 miles an hour. So he's kind of got uh, a strong arm there. So just kind of a, a depth bullpen move for the Jays there. Would you think he would actually show up in uh, in the major leagues, or is he just someone if so that injury. if they promote if someone injury. else, he's there in, in AAA? It's depth. If, if if something bad happens, we might see him. But I, I think that if all goes well, we will not see uh, Gabe Klobositz in the Klobositz. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in, in the lineup for the Jays this year. So it sounds like we don't need to worry about how to pronounce his name. Okay. Hopefully not. Let's not have to worry about that. Okay. Uh, 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 next thing on the list here. What do you got? Um, well, they officially signed their twentieth overall pick, uh, shortstop Arjun Nimala. Uh, and we, they showed some uh, in the, some of the the, the footage there uh, during the games. We saw him taking uh, bullpen, or sorry, batting practice at uh, Rogers Center uh, on Friday. So he was he, he was hitting some home runs, and a lot of people, I guess, are comparing him his swing to Mookie Betts. So that's that's a that's a good comparison. I see. Um, alrighty, um, we mentioned. Oh yeah, we mentioned the Mariners thing. Uh, the merchandise. Was there any other uh, any other notes for the Blue Jays? Uh, that not should... that I not that I know of. Uh, I didn't I, I I didn't do any last minute checks before. So if any trades came come through uh, right now, we we missed it. 
Okay. Uh, well, looking ahead for the Blue Jays, we mentioned they're playing this afternoon again, uh, 4 o'clock, which is a uh, decent time. You can watch during dinner. Um, and then they go to Los Angeles to play the Dodgers and the Angels next week. Yeah, so that will be a very difficult week for the Jays because, well, depending on how Los Angeles, the Angels handle the the deadline, uh, but the Dodgers are definitely a surging team. They're back in the lead of the AL West, and the Angels are, I guess, they are still believing that they're in the wild card race. Um, we'll have to see how this week goes. Things could change by the end of the week. They could end up trading Shohei Otani, which doesn't look at this point like it's going to happen, but... Uh, Things haven't been going great for the Angels, but they're not an easy team to face, especially if uh, Shohei Otani is still an Angel. Oh, and and I'm I'm mistaken. I see looking at the colors on the calendar, they're actually in the Angels are coming to Toronto, so it's, yes, they're not yes. uh, they're not playing. Yeah, they 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 played the Angels in Anaheim uh, at the beginning of the year, and that was a pretty fun series. I remember they had that back and forth extra innings victory against the Angels. Uh, so that was a fun series. But yeah, they're, they're not an easy team to face. Uh, but, you know, Mike Trout won't be in the lineup. Uh, Anthony Rendon won't be in the lineup. Um, Shohei Otani should be in the lineup. But uh, yeah, they're still kind of hovering around the 500 mark at this point. Okay, and I, I see you have in the notes uh, the trade deadline. I was going to ask you what the trade deadline was. I, f- I felt like July 31st was the date, but apparently it's August 1st. Tuesday, August 1st. Um, it's been widely uh, circulated that the Jays uh, are looking for a right-handed outfield bat, uh, someone who can add to the to the offense. They, they obviously need some starting rotation help. Um I'm sure that the, you know they've been. It looks like they've been kind of uh, around, picking around the edges at some some relief help as well. The bullpen's p- performing pr- the, is, has been the really most consistent thing of the Blue Jays this whole season. But the more more help in the bullpen you can get, the better at this time of year, especially with with injuries in- happening. Uh, but yeah, starting rotation and a right-handed bat are what the Jays are going to be looking for. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the trade deadline. I am a little not so. Uh, hopeful, or I, I, I'm, I'm just down on, on, on what I think that's going to happen for the Jays because I think that because every, there's so many teams looking for starting pitching help and it's, the prices are going to be high and the Jays just don't have the pieces I think to move unless they really really want I, want an impact guy. They're going to have to move like Ricky Tiedemann, someone someone like that if they really want to get uh, someone who will make a difference in the starting rotation. Yeah, I have the feeling that they're not going to trade for starting pitching because they have Ryu coming back and. They're hoping That's Manoa too much of a question returns mark, to form. Though. I think there's too there's too many question marks. Like they, they, right now, the reason why I think Manoa is getting these starts before the deadline is they need to know what they have, and I think they're starting to learn what they have. But it's just going to be really difficult and really expensive to acquire uh, what they need. Well, um, maybe uh, maybe they might. Uh, I, I sent you this uh, crazy trade idea that someone, <laughs> yeah. a fan, came up with: Manoa, Kirk, and a prospect for Juan Soto. Uh, I don't think gonna... that's going to happen. Um, then there's also, I've, I've heard lots of people suggesting uh, they might try to get Teoscar Hernandez back from Seattle, which would be interesting, I guess. They'd kind of get him for free almost because it doesn't sound like it's going to take a lot to get him because he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, but a lot of people will be in demand for Teoscar services. And at this point, Seattle is still, you know, they're three and a half games back of uh, the wild card spot, so they're still in it. So well, why don't we, I don't think they're going to sell. Why don't we check in with Seattle for the B team update uh, since we're talking about them? So they're after winning their two games versus the Blue Jays, uh, they are fifty and forty eight. Still not going to be winning the AL West division, uh, but uh, they're three and a half games back of the wild card spot. That's um, the Jays in the wild card spot. Yeah, so hopefully they don't. Uh, I, I guess hopefully the Jays advance in. Uh, you know they they move ahead in the wild card uh, standings, and that Seattle can then get uh, the third wild card spot. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like they went two and two against the Twins, but then they have the Twins coming up again, and then they get to play the Diamondbacks. Um, yeah, and then you have a note here that uh, that Jared Kelenek. Kalenic, I don't know how to Kalenic, pronounce his yeah. name. He broke his foot. Uh, he was having yeah. a really. He's, he was a highly touted prospect. They traded him for uh, Edwin Diaz to the Mets. Uh, he was having a good season, 
and he struck out against uh, the twins, and he kicked a water cooler and broke his foot. So he's he's out an extended amount of time, at least a couple of weeks, I would say, and he was very upset about that. Uh, but that's a huge blow for the Mariners' offense because uh, their their pitching has been doing well, but it's their offense that has been kind of hurting them this year. Yeah, well, it's a good thing that he didn't uh, get upset about breaking his foot and kick uh, another water cooler with his other foot and break both of them. Yeah, I think I think the balance because he's wearing a, a walking boot, he he wouldn't have the balance to do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so how is your B team going? Uh, the Cleveland Guardians are forty nine and forty nine, two games back of Minnesota in AL Central. They won two out of three in Pittsburgh, uh, and also um, why did I say versus Guardians? They they won two out of, two out of three versus whoever they played, <laughs> they played themselves. <laughs> Yeah, they played themselves. Everybody plays themselves. Um, they have one more game against whoever they're playing this week to to maybe even out or win the series. Um, and then um, this week they're going to be facing the Royals at home and going to Chicago to face the White Sox, who uh, will be selling a lot of players at the deadline for sure. Um, now, we were talking about that third wildcard spot. That is actually going to be another good whoever wins that third wildcard spot will probably be in better position than whoever wins the um, AL Central because that's who would play uh, the AL Central. It would, it would be the third wildcard spot. So that is actually an advantageous spot to be in, uh, a very kind of uh, perilous playoff spot to be in because you could be you're, you're, you're close to being out of the playoffs at any moment. But being in that third spot means you face a weaker opponent potentially than having to be like in that two or three spot where you're probably going to face either the Royals or the Rays. I see. Um, okay, well, that's uh, that's pretty good for our B teams. I still say, even though that Cleveland is closer to the playoffs than Seattle, uh, I will point out that Seattle has an over 500 record, while Cleveland does not. So uh, they have a 500 record. They're not yeah. under 500 though. They're they're only two. They would they're two games back. If we're looking at the wildcard standings, they'd be two games back of Seattle. In the well, I will say that Seattle is is doing better than than Cleveland. Uh, because uh, the AL Central doesn't count. I see. Okay, what else right, do we well, have? What other news? Well, um, let's keep going with the trade uh, news, since we're talking about it. Uh, the Orioles made a trade. They acquired Shintaro Fujinami from the uh, Oakland A's uh, earlier in the week, on the 19th, whatever day that is. That was, I think that was maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and they're sending uh, lefty Easton Lucas the other way. Um, Fujinami started as he was a starter at the beginning of the year and had kind of a rough start but he's actually a, a serviceable reliever so that's that's a, a, a solid acquisition for the Orioles some depth there so that's that's good um so with that that trade kind of I think uh signaled that that you know trade season has officially is officially started people are, are talking a lot about the trade deadline and, and, and it's it's coming quick yeah two weeks um, and I, I guess weeks. the uh, the Orioles are are probably not going to make a lot of huge trades. I think because feels like well, maybe this year is kind of like they're they're uh, playing with house money. I guess if you want to go with the uh, the, the sports thing, betting the, <laughs> metaphors, they, 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 you, like their 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 front office philosophy is would be to to yeah just keep going with their plan. But they have a lot. They have the best. Uh, uh, farm system in the league, so they have a lot of pieces they could move. They could potentially they have the they have the the pieces to to, to trade for for Shohei Otani if they if they wanted to. Um, so they could make a big impact just even by trading away one of their guys, um, that uh, one of their top prospects. So so and and they and they do need they're another team that needs starting pitching, uh, although they are right now in the in the lead of the AL East um, at this point. It could that could change <laughs> any day. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they have the pieces, they have the trade chips to, to get a really good starter or whatever they, whatever they need. And if, it, if that is Shoya Otani, they could get him, but I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think that they will. Well, it seems like they're probably sort of like along what the Blue Jays were doing before trading for players. They're, they'll trade for players that are not free agents, like under the, uh, team control for uh, at least a couple seasons. That's, that's what I figure. And yeah, and that's that's probably that's what a lot of people are speculating. Speculating the Jays are going to do. They're going to be trading for this year as well as next year. I see. 
Uh, okay. Any other any other trade stuff, or do you have? Uh, That's it for now, as far as I as far as I know of. Like I said, we, I didn't really check in on any of the big uh, any of the MLB news or wire services. Nothing nothing came up in my feed. So, but uh, the other big news of the week was that um, there was a news story from Evan Drellick and Ken Rosenthal in the Athletic, um, and it's believed that uh, Rob Manfred is going to be reelected as MLB commissioner uh, in a vote next week. So he'll have another five years. On the job, so so that's yeah, that's he's not the greatest uh, commissioner in the world, um, but I forget who was t- maybe it was Mark Normandin. I forget someone was 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 tweeting this. It's like at least we know that he's not a good commissioner, uh, and 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 if if there was a good, like if there was a guy who had good communication skills and could could lie convincingly, that would be a much uh, more dangerous thing. It's kind of like. Uh, I, I equate that to like you know Donald Trump versus Mike Pence in the White House. You know, like at least we knew that that Donald Trump is an idiot, but uh, you know uh, <laughs> Mike Mike Pence is a much scarier proposition. Uh, so so yeah, at least we know that Rob Manfred is not a good commissioner and that uh, he's not great at telling the truth, and we can tell. <laughs> so it's it's, Our- it's the it's the, it's the, it's the the, the the devil you know I guess is what they say I guess so and and I'm not surprised by that uh, that news because I said you know s- probably the owners are pretty happy with him so if that's the case yeah, he's, then yeah he's, he's not doing what they what they what they like him to do which is make them money and and act as the guy who who absorbs all of the criticism uh, from from everybody yeah and lies well, for them. And lies. He lies a lot for them. <laughs> okay, well, let's move away from Major League Baseball. We'll check in with the Frontier League Ottawa Titans. Um, mm-hmm. I've got some notes here. Um, they they won six to five uh, against the Florence Yalls yesterday, which right. is a great uh, great team name. Uh, mm-hmm. That makes three wins in a row. Uh, and for the, uh, I guess it's the first time since sometime in May they are one game over five hundred. They have a thirty and twenty nine record, uh, which makes them six and a half games back of first place and five games back from the third place, which I forgot that this is the playoff format because uh, I was assuming that they just needed to get to second place. Um, the second and third place games uh, teams play a wild card playoff pl- or game to see who plays the first place team. So I see. it's I would say it's possible for the Titans to get to third place if they have a good run. Um, but uh, Well, they are having a good look. run, wouldn't you say? Because they, they started, they had a pretty uh, rough start and they're kind of yeah. making up for that. Yeah, I, well, I just mean like they, they have to continue their their good run. Um, and I don't have the standings in front of me to see how uh, the third place team is, is going, but... Uh, but yeah, they need uh, they need a lot of a lot of good luck, I think, uh, in ter- both in terms of individual games for them to win, and then for other teams to drop down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, the, the, good to see them winning. That was a home game against the Yalls, so uh, good to see them winning at home. Uh, I think that's yeah. the honestly, if, if they don't make the playoffs, if they put on uh, good good games at home in Ottawa, I think that's goes more important for the Titans than making the playoffs, especially in early in, in their uh, existence because they, they need to build a a good fan base. Yeah. Yeah. It's more about the experience at at the game than the, the wins and losses. Yeah. Well, wins are are good. That's what I'm saying. They, they win more at home than on the road. uh, Then, uh, then that's good. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with our personal outcomes. And we are back. All right, so... Um, you sort of started this a little bit. We don't do it every week, but talking about some media recommendations, I have a couple um, shows to suggest uh, because they've just uh, become available. I noticed <laughs> in my PVR feed that the Great British Baking Show is back on CBC. So that's always a fun uh, show to watch. It is a very like mindless, calm 
show to just kind of just just watch and 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 just feel feel good and watch. So that's always something that Chris and I uh, enjoy watching. The Great British Baking Show. It's 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 like uh, an hour's worth of of, of watching people, uh, you know, uh, stressfully bake cakes and and hope that things don't fall. Or it's 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 a fun show to watch. Uh, have you ever watched the Great British Baking Show? No, I I don't really watch uh, the baking shows at all. So. Well, this is a show I think I think that you you maybe should should check out. You might you might learn some things. Um, you do have to do the conversion. It's it's British, so they they do a lot of like like metric conversions. So they don't say cups, they say grams and things like that. Well, that's fine. Uh, I prefer that's that's more accurate. I suppose. Um, and then sticking with the cooking theme is uh, on on uh, Disney Plus uh, the, this week in Canada. It's been out for a while in the states, but the second season of the show The Bear has just come out and that is i think right now my one of my favorite shows on tv it's a really good show it's about a uh a chef um the first the season chef was about a bear this, uh, his well his that's his nickname um uh bear zadi i think is his last name um it's in set in chicago uh the first season was about him just trying to kind of uh just come to terms with the 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 death of his i think it was his brother and also just makes make the his brother's restaurant work and now they're they're trying to open up a new restaurant uh in in a very short amount of time so there's a lot of stress and a lot of urgency but a lot of just just really interesting it's it's a really well written show and a really really good show to watch um it's yeah all both seasons are out completely on 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 disney so i recommend checking that one out that's a that's a really good show to watch and it's funny too um and yeah, there's some drama in there, and they're half-hour episodes. Yeah, I recommend the Bear and the Great British Baking Show. Okay, well, I, I don't really have any specific recommendations. I've been in, uh, enjoying uh, uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Um, I especially recommend the episode it's from a couple weeks ago, Charades. Uh, that was a, a fun episode. Uh, 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 the basic uh, summary of it is is in uh, some aliens. Uh, remove Spock's Vulcan DNA so he becomes human and uh, <laughs> hijinks ensue. Um, but um, I, Futurama is coming back on Monday uh, with new episodes. Oh. In Canada, it's Disney+. Plus. In the U.S., it's uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. But uh, I, I won't be watching that for a while. We're, we're temporarily not subscribed to Disney+. Plus. So I think after Strange New Worlds is done, uh, I'm not sure if... Um, Lower Decks is coming right after Strange New Worlds, but probably uh, whenever Star Trek is is done its its run for uh, for a little while, we'll we'll switch to Disney Plus and I'll catch up on on Futurama when it comes back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. So so what do you got? What do you got? Um, okay, well, I guess I'll start with my strikeout um, potato peelers. Well, one in 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 general. Um, while we were away, I was peeling potatoes and and it. It slipped while I was peeling the potato, and it uh, took a sizable chunk out of my finger, and, and uh, it just uh, couldn't get it to stop bleeding. And I had to uh. wear a, a bandage on it for a while, and it uh, it it stung for a little bit, but uh, it was it's just it's easy for them to uh, to slip and and cut yourself. Uh, I was hoping that it was just you know a tiny nick, and but it it was uh, very very messy uh after so I, that's my strikeout i guess it's more not so much the peeler but uh the the outcome well so you started out with 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 regular white potatoes but they turned out to be red potatoes they were red potatoes already oh so. okay so 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 it, it masked your mistake but it yeah. sounds to me like you do need to watch some cooking shows to work on your technique your potato peeling technique uh, i'm not too worried about that well, I don't know. You have to. You, the, the 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 trick is to always knuckles in, fingers down, uh, and and don't don't cut yourself. <laughs> uh, okay, what, where are you going next? Well, I'll, I'll stick with the cooking theme. Uh, my strikeout this week is pancake mix serving suggestions. Um, I, I've the past, you know, I, I think I skipped last week, but I've I've made pancakes on Saturday morning uh, for a couple weeks now, and their serving suggestions 
they must the, the pancakes must be tiny because like for like you know a single batch they say oh like five or six pancakes for a double batch like oh 12 but I, I need to triple the batch in order to feed a family of four um so 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 you know when you read when you buy the pancake mix don't believe what you see you have to you have <laughs> to really you know basically use the use the whole box basically in order to 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 properly feed um well, a hungry in, family in general serving sizes on food are very much always smaller than what you think they are uh so yeah you if you want uh a serving size is probably like one pancake and it, and yeah probably really tiny so you probably are having when you're making your pancakes or you're probably giving yourself like two or three servings so it's like it's like they should put a warning like they do on your on your car mirrors where they say like you know servings uh, suggested may not be the actual size uh, <laughs> that you expect. No, and I think definitely on the boxes, the the pancakes they show on the boxes are bigger than the serving size in the nutrition info. I yeah. would say. So, so that that's my that's my strikeout. Don't believe what you read on pancake mix boxes. <laughs> um, so I have a no decision. It's it's coffee related. Um, this one. So first of all, there's there's two separate things here. Is the Maxwell House Keurig pods. Um, the the positive thing about them is that they are completely biodegradable, so you can just put them in your green bin. You don't have to take the the foil off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just take them out of the machine and and throw them out into the green bin. But uh, on the negative side of it, though, is that uh, in my Keurig machine, I have one of those 2.0 machines or whatever, where like there's like it some sort of thing on on the top of the pod that like registers it as like an official Keurig pod so so that to get you prevent you from putting in um you know non Keurig black stuff. market Keurig yeah. pods so, yeah I guess so um so sometimes it will not register that these are actual Keurig pods and you have to like fiddle around with the placement of it in the machine and it's kind of annoying that way. Um, and then cold brew jugs. Uh, I picked up one of these because uh, it's it's l- much less expensive than buying uh, the cold brew like th- that they have in in the fridges uh, at the grocery store. Those are really expensive. But um, the the thing that I don't like about these is that um, th- the way that you brew them, it, it ends up you get like deposits of of coffee grinds in in the uh, in the cold brew and there's i don't think there's any way to avoid that um but uh but in the end though it does make good cold brew coffee and it's cheaper in the long run well my i think we've discussed this before my, my cold brew method is just to uh put coffee in a jug and then put that in the fridge and wait till later well, yeah, but uh, it's the the grinds that uh, you, it doesn't. You can't get rid of all the grinds, and it's kind of gross. Uh, well, it's kind of it's kind of it's texture. It's like it's like when you have orange juice and have the pulp. It's 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 just it's, it's part of the the experience. I, I don't want to drink coffee grinds, so. though. Sometimes you just need to if you need to be awake at night. That's just the, part of the deal. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what do you have? Uh, no decision at all. I don't have any no decisions. I'm going to go. I have a couple home runs. Um, I almost said homework, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my home run, um, uh, we went raspberry picking uh, yesterday on, on Saturday with the kids. And they had they actually surprisingly had fun. I didn't think that they would be totally into picking raspberries. But Leo and Bo especially, they both, uh, we, we went to a, to a place called Miller's Farm in, in Manatick near Ottawa here. And they both went to the, went to the raspberry bushes and, and, and picked some very tiny raspberries because that's all that there was and they had lots of fun and they had they had very tiny raspberries and very large uh lollipops at the end of the day and uh yeah so they they they, they had a lot of fun just picking raspberries and, and it was a, a nice little uh afternoon with the kids and, and krista well that sounds nice uh, when we're in the um in the Sudbury area the thing to do there is blueberry picking um and oh. you just go anywhere like there's no they don't have like, like foraging kind of thing yeah, they don't have like farms like you know you go to for strawberry picking or whatever. They you just mm. go and and find a spot to to find blueberries. Uh well my home run is um I've been playing it, it's an older game. Uh I've been playing it with my I have a Nintendo DS and you can play Game Boy Advance games on it and I've been playing Legend of Zelda the Minish Cap and uh, and other other older video games like um there's 
there's Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, and then I'm playing the follow-up Mario versus Donkey Kong. Uh, just just been uh, having a, a good time playing the the handheld video games, just for something to do other than reading or watching TV. Just uh, a, a different uh, diversion because they're, they're they're puzzle based games basically. Like even uh-huh. even though it's an adventure game, like the the Zelda games have puzzles involved in them. So they have to try and solve in order to beat the game. So it's, it's a different uh, stimulation of the of the mind. And so I've been having, enjoying those. I recently watched, speaking of Game Boy, I watched uh, on Apple TV, they have, uh, there's a Tetris uh, movie about the, yeah. the, 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 heard about the, the making one. of Tetris. It was okay. I think it was more about the negotiations in Russia, which were interesting, than about the actual uh, creation of the game itself. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I, I did hear about that. Like, I don't think that the creation of the game itself would make an interesting movie. So I think that's like the actual truth behind getting the game to America is uh, is what the the uh, it was like. It's one of those um, it almost too. Um, it's hard to believe that uh, they went through all this stuff. Uh, I, I can't remember the, the details of it. I didn't see the movie, but it's it's uh, quite the interesting story, though. Yeah, well, it was like during the breakdown of, of the the USSR. So like guys were the one of the main negotiators was was in it for himself, very trying to get as much money as he could. And yeah, it was. And but but I guess the guy who was in charge, who, who the, the hero of the movie, was doing the right thing. And yeah, it was it was yeah, it was more about uh, the 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 actual like talks and 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 Russia and the intrigue than the actual game itself. But yeah, interesting movie to check out. Um, yeah, so my my home run for the week is uh, I have two home runs because uh, Shark Week is starting. Uh, so Shark Week is always always fun to watch on TV, but uh, it's kind of a, a baseball related though because um, th- last week Shark Week was during like the, the the heat of the trade deadline. It is again this week, but the Jays are on a West Coast road trip, so that actually lets me get a lot of Shark Week in without having to miss out on any Jays games. So that's that's why it's my home run. Is Shark Week is on. Uh, during the West Coast road trip, I feel like Shark Week is uh, is overblown, and it's it's one of those things where it, like you know it's it's uh, um, it's it's overdone, uh, and and I think it shows Shark Week is Discovery. I think right. I think other yep. similar channels have their own versions of Shark Week now. It's, it's they're not uh, as good too though. Much but, shark. but have you, have you ever tuned into Shark Week? Have you ever watched Shark Week? Not not in a long time because I'm not really interested in it anymore. So because it's it's overdone, I think there's there's too much too many sharks. There there are, no there's not too many sharks. Sharks are or some sharks are endangered in fact. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it's it's fun to watch. Like I, I some spe- specials are not you know there you get some duds, but you do get some some fun uh, some fun like any 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 Shark Week special that has uh, great white sharks jumping out of the ocean. To, uh, to 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 so catch so the Shark bait. Week it's, it's, it's is, is itself jumping the shark. Uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's that's not a good thing. Uh, see Happy Days jumping the shark. Well, I, I know I know what you're referring to. I know what you're referring to. <laughs> okay, I think that wraps things up. Then, um, good thing I guess there's no Shark Week for the Blue Jays because there's no team named after sharks. That's just hockey. There are some minor league teams. There's the there's the uh, uh, is it Jupiter? There's a there's a there's a, a, a like a Gulf Coast or single A team called the, th- the the Threshers. Well, as long as the Blue Jays aren't playing like a minor league team, then we're we're good. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Who watches over you?